Welcome to Managed Care Cast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. My name is Maggie Shaw, Senior Editor for the American Journal of Managed Care. Wanting to provide the best treatment available, help people live their healthiest lives, and alleviate the healthcare burden on providers, Intermountain Healthcare, a Utah-based not-for-profit system of 33 hospitals in seven states, and Story Health, a California-based health technology and services company, have partnered to disseminate specialty care for patients living with heart failure in rural areas. Goals of this new partnership include ensuring patients get the care they need in a sustainable manner, increasing health system efficiency by preventing unnecessary hospitalizations, and getting high-quality care from urban population centers to rural patients while saving costs to the healthcare system and saving patients and their families time and convenience. On this episode of Managed Care Cast, we speak with Tom Stannis, CEO and co-founder of Story Health, and Philip Wood, Intermountain Ventures Program Director, on how their partnership came about, how it is going so far, and the future of their collaboration. It's so nice to speak with you today, Tom and Philip, and for us to get the word out on this fantastic collaboration between Intermountain Healthcare and Story Health. Before we get into the nuts and bolts of this new partnership, I think our listeners would first like to learn more about each of you and your organizations. So who would like to go first? Phil, you want to start? I think people might. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, So my name is Tom Stennis. I run a company called Story Health. Uh, before this, I was, I'm actually an engineer by background. I'm not a clinician. So I've been building systems. I was actually an engineer at Google in the early days, building the ads and payment systems there. And then through my own healthcare journey, realized that I had a huge passion for helping people with uh, really change how their healthcare is going through technology. Um, uh, rather than helping people click on ads and buy apps, I thought it was a much more meaningful thing for me to to help with. So I made the transition to healthcare about 10 years ago. I was one of the co-founders at Verily, the big healthcare division at Google, uh, where I ran all the software projects and really uh, started to bring a lot of stuff uh, from the tech world into the healthcare world. Uh, through all that process, I really fall in love with this problem of care delivery. How do we actually get the great treatments we have to patients in need? It's a really hard problem and something where, unfortunately, there's still big gaps that we could talk about. But that's that's my background and how Story Health came to be. And uh, Maggie, thanks so much for having us. Um, so I'm, I'm Phil Wood. I'm the program director at Intermountain Ventures, which is a venture capital fund that Intermountain stood up in 2019. Um, we were given two mandates, really. The first was to invest in early stage healthcare companies that had the potential to tra- change the way that um, healthcare is delivered. So very transformational. And then two of those companies expose the organization to that innovation and allow it to really grow and progress and transform as the market does. Um, so it's it's a job that is so absolutely fun. I get to partner with folks like Tom and, and other companies that are really at the cutting edge of how healthcare is, is getting delivered and bringing that to our caregivers, our clinicians and nurses and doctors and things like that. We're here today to learn about this partnership so please tell us more. How did this collaboration come about between a relatively freshman 
tech-oriented health startup and an established nonprofit healthcare system? Yeah, that's a good question. Phil, do you remember the, how this all got started? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to start? I can fill in any gaps. Sure. Yeah. So um, one of our first partners was Christiana Care on the East Coast. And of course, uh, there's a long history between Christiana Care and Intermountain as being friends. And they actually, you know, said, hey, you should take out, check out the story health thing. Uh, and that led to actually the clinical side that really initiated this this discussion, right, Phil? So the cardiology department was looking at what we were doing, and they brought in uh, Phil's team in order to help, like, how do we make it happen? Um, uh, it, what else do you want to say about that, Phil? No, I think you nailed it. it the, the initial conversation was with our uh, a member of our investment team that Dr. Min, the senior medical director of cardiovascular at the time, had said, hey, we were looking at this company. Can you check it out for us? And from there, we were able to you know, facilitate some, uh, in, some initial introductions, and that's led to this partnership. Yeah. How do, how do you guys, Phil, you guys have a long history of working with kind of early stage companies, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and typically, we start... You know, we start like this. We, we, we work with our clinicians and ask for problems. Where are they experiencing pain in their respective organizations? And, and then our investment team will go out and, and look, for, look in the marketplace for potential solutions, which is kind of how we came across Story Health. Since you mentioned it, I'm going to just flip the questions around a little bit. You mentioned Christiana Care. Beyond what you've already discussed, did that experience help to shape this current venture? Absolutely. Like I don't. I think in many ways, what we're doing here is uh, based on everything we learned through that experience. Uh, and um, it's funny when we when we work together day by day, the question comes up all the time. Like, well, how is you, how do you compare and contrast what, how the clinics and the systems are different or the same? Um, and we've learned a lot from that partnership. But I think. Uh, Intermountain is also teaching us even more about another way. Uh, so it's definitely been the foundation, but also it, we've learned much more already in the last two weeks. Yeah. And just to add on that, like our clinicians early on, as we were evaluating this pilot and in partnership, our clinicians worked with a lot of folks from Christiana Care to understand how was it implemented in their system? What were some of the, the things to be aware of as we're, we're looking at this? So there's a strong collaboration early on. What are your principal goals and can you provide us with benchmarks you might use to gauge the program's successes or setbacks? So, yeah, so fundamentally what we're working on here is helping people and you, you, uh, in heart failure, one of the kind of the most severe cardiovascular diseases out there, uh, really get the best treatment available. And the challenge with this is it requires a lot of um, help with the patient, not only to make a lot of small changes to their therapy over time, but also to watch out for side effects that might happen at home uh, and make sure that we're, people are getting followed up on and, and not getting stuck somewhere. That's the other thing, right? So all of that is a huge burden for, for a healthcare provider to do on their own. Um, so a lot of this collaboration is about how do we scale that up? How do we find ways to do that such that... Um, you know, some patients that might go to the pharmacy and find out their drugs are $900 and then leave the pharmacy and never follow up. How do we, how do we stop that from happening? How do we make sure that people actually get, get uh, what they need uh, despite whatever barriers might happen, but uh, do that in a responsible way that's, that's sustainable and scalable so that we're not hiring a ton of people that, that, is, that frankly are going to put us in a difficult position. 
Bill, you want to say anything more about, about that? Yeah. I mean, from a healthcare perspective or healthcare system perspective, you know, some of the things that our clinicians are, are want to look at are readmission rates, you know, utilizing story health versus what's our baseline, you know, things like GDMT achievement versus our, be- our benchmarks, you know, so looking at how is the current standard of care and what are the results tied to that? And then what are those improvements utilizing, you know, Tom's company or, you know, the Tom services with story health? Yeah, that's one of the key benchmarks is that um, achievement of guideline therapy, right? And we the, the registries have shown this is a problem across the country. Like less than 5% of patients are actually on guideline therapy and heart failure. It's really kind of shocking. Um, and we, it's really hard to do it with a clinic-based care model, though. It's really hard to see patients enough in order to make that happen. So uh, our goals are to really improve that. We've shown data that we published last year showing we can get up to you know two-thirds of patients can get to guideline therapy with a virtual at-home uh, guided program that, that leverages technology. Uh, so that's what we're hoping to achieve with Intermountain is to kind of like really uh, show that at scale. Is that why Heart Failure was chosen as the program's focus because of the burden it does impose on the healthcare system? Yeah, that, that's correct. I mean, Tom, that was, I mean, that was the initial service that we talked about that you guys had developed. And that was, that was where the pilot started. Yeah. It, if you look at it right today, many health systems are dealing with um, a, a significant uh, volume problem of like so many patients in beds uh, at capacity a lot of times. And men, like a, a, a large part of that census of the hospital is actually heart failure patients that are there diuresing. And if we can just keep them out of the hospital, uh, we can use we can use the health system so much more efficiently to treat other things that in many cases we're diverting patients away from. Uh, and Frankly, from a business perspective, it's also it's 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 not very good uh, business to be caring for these part patients. They're not reimbursed well. Um, they take a lot of resources. So there, there's multiple angles here from both a quality and a business perspective to achieve in heart failure, particularly. With the current pandemic highlighting inequities in healthcare delivery, not only among various racial and ethnic groups, but also among rural and urban locations. And knowing that nine hospitals and 23 clinics within the Intermountain system are in rural communities, areas that can be tech deserts, unfortunately, is there a roadmap to help patients overcome potential roadblocks to access? Yeah, I mean, that's a really important question, Maggie. So as you mentioned, Intermountain Health, the Intermountain Health system covers a lot of regions that are largely rural and has since its founding in 1975. And so the question has always been, how do we get our high quality care from these urban population centers out to our rural patients? Um, and so I want to highlight a couple of capabilities that Intermountain has focused on over the last number of years to, to really bridge that gap. So the first is our telehealth delivery, and we've got three areas of care. So first is over adults, uh, one for adults, one is for our pediatric patients, and then the other is a home health care services. And so we have suite of services around each of those different um, service lines. But um, one I really, that that has been a great success has been our pediatric virtual hospital. So a lot of the time with our rural patients, you know, a a pediatric patient would come in, a kid would come in, he'd be very sick, and they would immediately life flight them to our primary children's hospital in Salt Lake because kids are different. You want to make sure they get the best care as quickly as possible. Well, with instituting the pediatric virtual hospital, 
we've been able to reduce those life flights by between 30 and 50%. And in some cases, those kids are either able to be treated in their local hospital, reducing costs for patients and families and things like that. And, you know, the emotional distress and inconvenience that comes with that, or they're able to be discharged. It's been a huge success and it's been a huge focus. Just telehealth delivery in general has been a huge focus for Intermountain. Which again, just kind of to add on to that is one of the reasons why we're looking at why we've looked at this partnership with Story Health, because this care brings or this uh, Story Health service brings care to the patients in their home and allows them to get better as quickly as possible. Yep, that's right. Um, One of the things we did intentionally in this partnership is of the sites we're starting at, one of them is actually down in St. George, right? And in Southern Utah, which is a much more rural setting because we felt like there was a big value we could add to patients in the rural community because you don't have to drive potentially hours to get to a clinic, especially to see a heart failure specialist. If you can be treated with a a system like Story Health where we can bring the care to you at home. Uh, And a lot of that is the monitoring, the the kind of uh, side effect uh, monitoring. There's also med changes that are done at home rather than waiting for you to go in for a visit. And uh, and finally, there's understanding what what is the right access pattern, right? So we see a lot of patients that get stuck where they get stuck, I mentioned before on pharmacy, but the other one often they get stuck on is labs. It's really difficult, especially if you're working an hourly job to find a lab that may take a long way to drive to, to get that done. So uh, as part of this pilot, we hope to do mobile phlebotomy as well, where we can actually bring phlebotomists to the home to draw blood uh, so that we can get understand whether people are having you know side effects from medication so that may be that may not be great so uh, that's a that's a key part of, of of everything we do is to remove whatever patient barriers get in the way many of them being social determinants on the east coast we're definitely spoiled because you have such a high concentration of hospitals you feel talking about these poor kids who have to be life flighted and the cost for that alone is astronomical so it's not just the care inconvenience is also the cost inconvenience as well, which is an unfortunate thing. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. I mean, just just getting that care out into the rural communities saves all kinds of, not just costs for the health system, but saves families time and inconvenience and, um, and makes the care better because, you know, the patients, when they're closer to their homes and their families, I mean, they recover faster. Now you can imagine even just going to see a, a a clinician every two weeks for a patient. That's if you're, it's a half a day off of work. You're taking, you know, every two weeks, you're working an hourly job that's lost income to the patient as well. Right. So there's, there's value to even economically for these patients, I think is, is a big part of it. So what are some next steps that you both have planned? Yeah, so we started enrolling patients in the program a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that's, that's rolling up right now. And uh, we're taking them through the process and, and, and really then evaluate like how well are we doing with them? That's a really important part for us is to be able to measure and see, hey, are we actually achieving what we wanted to? And if are there adjustments we need to make along the way? So we're doing that. We'll be writing about it actually soon uh, over the next year. We'll be kind of publishing on, on our experiences and then figuring out, hey, what, what else do we need to do to, to scale this to potentially additional conditions and, and, and other places? Yeah, we, we've gotten some awesome initial positive feedback. Um, and in fact, there are other parts of the organization that are that are like, hey, me too. We would like to participate too. How can we play too? So, How long is the partnership for? Is it in perpetuity or does it have a certain time frame at the moment? 
Yeah, I mean, the initial pilot. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, the, yeah, the initial phase is really kind of um, uh, time bound with a particular goal, but we contemplated from the very beginning this being a long lasting partnership. That's that's part of our contract, uh, and it, and I think that's very forward thinking on Intermountain's part to to like you make sure that we were uh, had to build a deep relationship that was sustainable through, throughout whatever might happen. Yeah, part of Intermountain Ventures' goals are to create, are to align incentives. And so we wanted to make sure that, one, we're partnering with the right companies, you know, the ones that are going to really provide high quality care to our patients. But two, are also going to have, we want to align the, the financial and healthcare incentives so that we're doing this together for a long time. Well, I would love to do a follow-up podcast, maybe in about a year, because I am definitely peaked and I would love, and I'm sure our audience would love to learn more and see how this partnership is progressing, especially with healthcare inequities being such a hot topic right now. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. That was the last question I had. Is there anything we haven't addressed or do either of you have any closing thoughts you'd like to add? I didn't think- Go ahead, just, Tom. I, it's, it's funny. Uh, we're right now, like things are going, uh, it's been, it's been wonderful to find a partner like Intermountain that's been uh, so much aligned with us and their, the kind of their values and the, the way they think about the world. And I think this is, this is the future of medicine is, is, uh, you know, technology and healthcare working together. Uh, and, and we look forward to, to, to really making a world where like, there's more happy stories than, than sad stories. We all have sad stories about healthcare. Let's, let's turn that, let's turn those into happiness, happy stories. Yeah. I second that. Um, Intermountain's mission is to help people live the healthiest lives possible. And it is so much fun or so gratifying to find partners like Story Health that have the same goal to help patients, you know, meet patients where they are and provide that personalized, individualized care so they can get better faster and get back to their lives. On that note, I want to thank you both for taking the time to speak with us today. We really do appreciate with us. So thank you. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you, Maggie. For all of us at AJMC.com, thanks for listening. To learn more about this issue, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.